Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates. I overcame binge eating, lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years. And now I'm sharing my stories and strategies to help you end your binge eating once and for all. Today is a fun episode. I'm going to be talking about my top five resources for binge eating recovery. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a three-part mini video training, which is delivered straight to your email inbox in bite-sized chunks, less than 10 minutes, where I coach you through cravings. So if you want some coaching from me directly to your inbox, go ahead and sign up for your three-part mini series at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. Okay, so I thought it would be um, fun and helpful to share some of the resources that I found so powerful um, for my binge eating recovery journey. And I have talked about, I think, all of these at some point, but I thought it would be useful to just collect them in one um, episode. I'm going to share my five top five resources that helped me to overcome binge eating. And I'll talk a little bit about what each resource did for me and how it can help you. So the first one I want to share is author Brene Brown. She wrote a book called I Thought It Was Just Me. Now, I have read almost all of Brene Brown's books. She also has a podcast called Unlocking Us. Um, She is widely known as the foremost um, expert on, on shame and vulnerability, on courage. And she changed my life with her work. So here are the main things that I um, gained from reading Brene Brown. The first one, and this is huge, um, is overcoming shame. So for those of us who struggle with binge eating, we know the shame that goes hand in hand with that. Um, beating yourself up, all the negative thoughts, everything. The It actually is a physical sensation, which I learned from Brene Brown. And I learned how to um, to tackle this. And, you know, it's work that is, it takes commitment, it takes courage, and it is so, 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 so worth it to do. Um, when you become well acquainted with what shame is, what it feels like for you, how it shows up and the impact that it has in your life, the stories that are surrounding it, then you will discover so much power within yourself. If you are feeling helpless and hopeless, then this is a place where I highly recommend you start is to learn how shame works. And Renee Brown is the go-to person for this. Um, So some other things that I gained from reading Renee Brown um, was I worked on my body image. um, I healed so much trauma and I learned how to be vulnerable in a way that was um, authentic in my life. Um, so some some of the other books that I would highly recommend would be, besides I Thought It Was Just Me, which was the first one that I read, and it just has so much foundation. She also wrote Daring Greatly and Rising Strong. And these three books are sort of, they're, it's not like they're sequels, but they build on each other. So 
I thought it was just me, Daring Greatly and Rising Strong. Highly, highly recommend these books by Brene Brown. She has others. They're all wonderful. Definitely check her out. So the next resource I want to share with you is, um, it's a website and um, it's called Summer Tomato. And this web- website is ran by Daria Rose. Um, Daria Rose is a neuroscientist and she is someone who struggled with um, binge eating in the past. She struggled with body image as well. And she is someone who overcame it and who had a unique approach to dealing with um, weight loss and with health. And it was basically to just eat real food. And I stumbled on Daria's website at a time when I was coming to a decision to stop dieting for myself. And she is, um, without a doubt, a person who helped me to solidify that choice to actually stop dieting, to actually try something new, try something different. And I really went wholeheartedly into her information and it helped me to to figure out, okay, well, if I'm not going to diet, what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to focus on? What am I going to build into my life? And I learned about how it was about habits and it was about focusing on um, putting behaviors in place that were going to lead to the outcomes I wanted. And it was about really shifting my, my focus and my attention to the behaviors and to the process instead of focusing so much on the outcome. And so some of the specific things that um, I learned from her was, first of all, I learned how to cook because I did join a course that she offered called Food is Kitchen, which I'm pretty sure she still sells. And it's very affordable and it's very powerful. Um, So I started, you know, I learned how to cook um, without recipes. So that was a huge deal for me. Um, I learned mindful eating. She was someone who had a very strong influence on my really diving into mindfulness. And she does have, or at least she did have a mindful eating challenge, which you can Google. She had a Facebook group and everything. And all of these skills and behaviors were instrumental in actually decreasing my binge eating by as much as 90% or more, I would estimate, um, just by focusing on these, on these skills, you know, and I really started small and she helped me with that as well. So summer tomato, I highly check, I highly recommend that you check that out. The next resource, um, is a book called the craving mind. Now this book was written by, um, Dr. Judson Brewer. And I adore this man. He really, um, he speaks about mindfulness as well. Um, but he has also a very, very strong, um, background in scientific research. And he really applied the scientific research process to tracking the effectiveness of mindfulness in addictions. And for many of us, we can often feel like we are addicts. You know, some people describe it as being addicted to food. For me, it was really an addiction to the behavior of binge eating. But whatever it is, like this book really, really um, 
hones in on the problem being specifically craving. And I loved that. It really, um, it really created a huge aha moment for me when I realized um, that craving really was at the center of my binge eating and also just tons of other problematic patterns that I recognized in my life when I really honed in on what was craving, how do you address craving, how did craving get set up. So this book really dives deep into it. It's very fascinating. It'll help you to just kind of really see a lot of patterns and connections in your life that you'll see how they all kind of interrelate. Um, And he also has this really great app. It's called Eat Right Now. And this app really, it's just amazing. It's a very, it's an educational tool. It also has practical aspects of it where it actually helps you to apply mindfulness in your daily life by using your phone, you know? And when you think about like how many times a day we pick up our phones, many of us, well, you know, this could be a perfect um, combination for you. So check out Dr. Justin Brewer. He has a website. His book is The Craving Mind. And that app again is the Eat Right Now Yeah, the Eat Right Now app. This next um, resource I've talked about several times, and it's, you know, it's kind of funny to put it on a resource list, but I thought, why not? It was really that impactful to me. I couldn't leave it off. So a 12-step program. Um, You know, this was so powerful in my life. And I've been thinking a lot about why it was so powerful. Um. And it really, um, I think of it like this. If you've ever read um, Marie Kondo, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, she talks about doing it in one go. She talks about how her approach is really, it, it kind of flies in the face of common advice about cleaning up where you do it a little bit at a time and you actually avoid doing it all at once because of quote unquote rebounding where all your stuff just comes back and the clutter just comes right back. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. I certainly can. <laughs> but it really struck a chord with me where she talked about doing it in one go and how you did it once and for all and putting your house in order. And this is what 12-step program did for me. Now, they're not all created equally. Um, I found one that focused on taking you through the steps no food tracking, no reporting, no eating plans or anything like that. This was about the specific steps that have been part of the 12-step recovery program, which started with Alcoholic Anonymous back in, I believe, the 30s. Um, And this was the foundation. This was central to the entire program. I mean, this was the program. The 12 steps were the program. That was really it. And over time, over the years, a lot of other stuff has kind of been added on. And, you know, some people believe that the entire process has actually been convoluted because of all this other stuff that's been added on and how it like in some ways, maybe it's become more about like the meetings and it's been become about the actual program. I'm not here to really argue any of that. I'm just trying to explain that there's a lot of differences. And I think a lot of times they get um, confused, you know, and, 
you know, add to that the fact that there's different schools of thought on like anonymity. For example, some people might disagree with me even talking about the fact that I went through a 12 step program. They might say, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to keep your anonymity. Um, The way that I address that is I go ahead and say, you know, I'm not affiliated with 12 steps. I actually do not attend meetings today. I don't, I'm not in any way affiliated with 12 step program, but it helped me. It helped me so much. And I wish more people knew the power of it, you know? Um, And so anyway, I'm kind of getting off track, but um, I want to say that the reason why I think it was so powerful is because of this idea of putting your house in order, of doing it in one go. Um, I really put my house in order through following the 12 steps. Um, It just allowed me to dive deep in a very, very short period of time. I only took, it only took me two weeks to get through the entire process. And after those two weeks, it, I was just done. You know, Um, I saw the world differently from the time I um, did the ninth step. So in the 12 steps, if you are familiar with it or if you're not, the ninth step is the step that you're considered to be in recovery. That is the recovery step. That's a recovered step. That's when you make an amends. And it was so powerful because basically when I made my first amends, it was to um, someone who I had felt hurt by in my life. And up until that point, I had only been focusing on what they had done to me. And in that, you can kind of hear in my language, it's a very victim place to come from where I was giving away all my power. And by making an amends, I reclaimed my power. And it would like, even now (laughs) I'm feeling my power as I'm talking about this. I would especially recommend um, 12-step program to someone who has been chronically binge eating for a very long time. If you feel like you're in a place of helplessness and despair, um, I would recommend this for you. Now, I, I have talked to people who have shied away from it because they feel like, oh, well, they say that it's going to be a problem for the rest of your life. And I I totally get that. Trust me. I totally understand that. Um, in fact, like, as I already mentioned, I no longer am a part of 12 step programs. Like I, you know, I'm not affiliated with it anymore because I don't believe that personally. Um, it didn't serve me. It wasn't something that served me. Not to say that it doesn't serve other people. Like maybe that is a story that serves someone. I'm not arguing that. All I'm saying is that this helped me, you know, it helped me to nip it in the bud. And then I was able to go and seek out tools to build my life the way that I wanted to. But before I was, before I stopped binge eating, I didn't have the clarity of mind to be able to even choose what would serve me beyond that. So, you know, consider it, consider it if it's, you know, a a huge, huge problem for you that's literally just taking over your life because, If you get into a place where your mind feels like it's just going a mile a minute and nothing anybody says, like all you do is you just spin into negativity, no matter what advice someone gives you, then you might need some extra support. And the big thing about the 12 step program is the community. You have built in support of literally thousands upon thousands of people 
who are there also working on recovery. So you might consider that. Also, another reason it was so helpful is because um, I had a structure that didn't involve tracking anything, which was a trigger for me back then. But it did give me specific steps and guidance to follow. So I did have a step-by-step process that I went through and that was really helpful. And I had accountability because you have um, a sponsor and you have a group that holds you accountable. So um, that's what I want to share about the 12-step program. Check it out if it sounds like it might be useful to you. All right, so now we've come to the last resource that I want to share with you. Now, this resource is someone who is, um, she is a registered dietitian. Her name is Monica Reinagle, and she has a podcast called the Nutrition Diva Podcast. This podcast is outstanding. Um, I'm pretty sure it's won at least one award, if not multiple awards, Um, I think the New York Times um, honored this podcast. Um, The the thing about this show that's so amazing is that it's backed by solid research and it dispels many myths and misguided advice on diet and nutrition that is just out there and people are acting like it's the gospel truth, you know? Um, She's really great at sifting through the research and finding and just even teaching you how to go about um, analyzing research. I learned a lot about like how a lot of studies that seem like fine results actually aren't true, you know, and just how we can know the truth from the false when it comes to research. Um, And really what it comes down to is a lot of things are just really too bold, too anxious to be bold in their claims. But there is research out there that has, you know, been consistent that we can trust. And she really helps us to um, to know, to be aware of that research and to understand it. And um, so she really presents the information in an even handed way um, that I, I find to be more dispassionate and agnostic, meaning she, you know, she doesn't preach any specific diet or way of eating. She's really just interested in finding out what can actually, what is actually evidence based and what evidence we can actually trust. So, um, she also has this really fantastic app and it's called, Nutrition GPA. And it is really, really cool. Now, if you're a person who gets really triggered by tracking things, this may not be something that you want to do. So know yourself and know where you're at in your journey. But for people who maybe aren't so triggered by tracking, but you really want to prioritize health, and you really want to focus on health first, this app is just amazing. Because it just helps you to really um, put proper nutrition in place and it helps you to build better habits. And it's just so simple. It just takes one minute in the evening to go through and you can improve your your nutrition over time. And I remember when I first used this app, I actually lost 10 pounds without even trying. <laughs> so it's a pretty cool um 
again, you know, it just helps you to to put your focus on what's really important, which is your nutrition over over the number, right? But oftentimes when we put our focus on our nutrition, when we put our focus on the things that really matter, like our health, like our happiness, it's really funny how the outcomes that we were striving for actually start coming to us by shifting our focus to the things that matter. So I feel like a broken record when I say that, but hopefully it's landing for you. And there you have it. Those are my five, my top five resources for binge eating recovery. Now, don't forget to grab your free training if you haven't already at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates, your free video mini series. And I will catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.